Hey there, listeners, and welcome to the Roaring Out podcast number six, Lessons Learned from One Year of Marriage. I'm Michelle Greco. Uh, I am a New Jersey-based teacher, poet, and artist, and I started this podcast for Renaissance souls, so people who have a varied variety of interests. Mine just happened to be an art uh, and the humanities, but um, I do think over the course of this podcast and as it grows, I will also explore different disciplines. So to get on track with what this podcast is about, just to let you guys know, this past week, my husband and I celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary and (laughs) Perhaps one of the things I'm most excited about is that I no longer have to describe our marriage in terms of an infant, meaning, oh, you know, three months old, six months old, you know, we've graduated to years now. (laughs) I can say we've been married for a year instead of a certain number of months. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, you've only been married for a year, you're not an expert, and absolutely not. I I don't know that anyone is really an expert in marriage, even if you've been married for decades. But um, I wanted to document my journey in this. Um, And really, that's, as I mentioned before, that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast was to document parts of my journey and when I bring in guests to document parts of their journey and really just to share resources and insights. If you're interested, though, in the perspective of someone who's been married for a longer stretch, um, about 24, 25 years, check out the article Marriage is Not for Sissies on uh, goodmenproject.com. There will be a link in the show notes. It's actually one of the reasons I decided to do this particular episode. I About a week ago, I read that article and I thought, it was very poignant. I thought it was very to the point and very true. So I wanted to share that resource with you guys as well. And I thought, well, I certainly haven't been married that long, but, uh, you know, I, you know, there, there is something to be said about the first year of marriage. It's often said that it's the hardest. And I do have some thoughts on that as well. So I'm going to share four things in particular that I've gleaned from this first year of marriage. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about my love story with my husband, if you will. So we have been together for four years. And but before we started dating, we knew each other for over 10 years. So we've been friends for a very long time. Um, We took different paths in life. Um, He went into the Marines and I went to college right after high school So our lives took us on very different, very diverse paths, and we would keep in touch over the years. Um, And for the longest time, we saw each other as good friends, um, but then about four years ago, we got together actually around this time, around Thanksgiving time, and something changed in us. You know, I, I can't explain it. It's not one of those things you can force. It just we simultaneously uh, had an attraction to the other person and we sort of jumped into a relationship, neither one of us really knowing if it was going to work out. Uh, But thankfully, it did. And the rest is history. Here we are four years in uh, with one year of marriage under our belts. So without further ado, here are 
the four insights I have gained from the first year. And the, the first one is that married life isn't very different from regular life. And I think to some extent, I was expecting there to be some sort of change. And perhaps this was because other people always ask, I think in the last year, probably one of the most popular questions I've been asked is, how's married life? And that's, it's not a bad question. It's not offensive, certainly, or anything like that. But I've just been amazed at how many people I think we're expecting a change in my relationship with my husband once we said our vows and really not a whole lot changed. Certainly there have been transitions, but I wasn't all of a sudden Betty, Betty Crocker and my husband wasn't all of a sudden the brawny man. You know, we were still who we were. It was just the transition of, of now living with another person and integrating your life with someone else. Um, now this may also be because of the fact my husband and I lived together six months prior to our wedding. So we did have some practice in integrating our lives. Now, the next two points, they go together and they also contradict each other, which I think is similar to many instances in life. Um, I'm actually a firm believer that many things are true at once. You know, there's so many contradictions in life. Um, and the next two points are just one of those examples. So number two is marriage is the easiest trans, one of the easiest transitions I've made. And some people might be outraged at this. You know, um, most of my life, I've heard that the first year of marriage is the hardest. And often in the last year, my husband and I have sort of thought, huh, you know, we've had it pretty easy. And then of course we sort of shrink back thinking that some bricks will fall on us because we found some secret that no one should know. But of course, that's not the case. Um, and I think that one of the reasons it's been a smoother transition, perhaps than we expected, um, is because my husband Kyle and I have known each other for so long. And because of the long stretch of time when we were friends, we knew what really what we were getting into, even when we first started dating, um, we were not giving each other these false expectations or, or anything like that. And that might be another reason why the transition was easy. We didn't put these unrealistic expectations on one another because for over a decade, we knew what the other person was like and willingly entered into a relationship knowing you know, the faults and flaws, not only of ourselves, but of the other person. Now, number three, like I said, pretty much directly contradicts number two, and it's marriage has been the hardest transition I've made, or one of the hardest. Um, while my husband and I are very easygoing, you know, there were a few times before we got married where we looked at each other and said, wow, we're, um, we're getting married. This is forever. And it wasn't so much dread as coming face to face with the permanence of our decision. And neither one of us ever showed that we weren't sure of this decision. But I think whenever you are dealing with something that is permanent, there is some, not terror, not dread, but, you know, you get scared um, for whatever reason. Um, and I should also say that my husband and I do fight. We, um, 
you know, we, we don't have this perfect marriage and there is no perfect marriage or perfect person. Um, but we do work it out. And one thing that can make the transition into marriage easier, at least from my perspective, is when you fight with your significant other or, you know, even a friend or a parent or any loved one, I think cool down time is really important. There have certainly been times where my husband and I have both had simultaneous very bad days. And if we were to speak to each other or try and work something out in that sort of hypersensitive, very frustrated frame of mind, nothing would get resolved and we'd hurt each other unnecessarily. And thankfully, that's something my husband and I figured out fairly early on. So we take cool down time when we both know we're really frustrated. Um, and sometimes if I'm the very frustrated one, I'll say, I can't deal with this right now. And my husband um, will do the same if he's the frustrated one. The other thing that helps with the marriage transition is um, what I call me time. And that's really time just to do your own thing, not worrying about anyone else, doing something that makes you happy. Sometimes I'll just go in another room and play Fruit Ninja or watch a movie or watch a show or read or something I'm into. My husband sometimes will go into another room and play a video game or um, read one of his books or talk to a friend. And I think it's good to have individual time when you are merging your life with somebody else. It can be really, really easy to get caught up in the becoming one aspect. And while that's certainly important to merge with, you know, your other half, um, it's also important to remember that you still are an individual. And so I think that's something as well that has made the transition into marriage a bit easier, even though absolutely there are hardships and fights and not seeing eye to eye and frustrations. But those are a few things that can help and ease that transition. The last thing I've learned is gratitude is key. So like cool down time, like me time, showing your gratitude for the other person and not taking them for granted is really important. I have to say, I I feel, you know, even four years into our relationship, even though it's only one year into our marriage, I do feel very appreciated by my husband. And, you know, he doesn't buy me lavish gifts. He doesn't do anything hugely earth shattering or, you know, moving the moon or anything like that. And I don't expect anything like that, nor do I really want anything like that. Um, but he pays attention to my needs and, you know, usually it's saying, I love you. And, you know, maybe a hug and a kiss regularly. Um, so those are some ways that we show gratitude toward the other person. Um, and yours may look different. If you haven't, I would, um, I would consider or recommend looking up the different love languages. There are five, and there will be a link in the show notes to just the quick Wikipedia page on these. I know Wikipedia gets a bad rap, but it's, it's good for getting some, at least some background on different ideas. The five love languages, um, simply are gifts, physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, and acts of service or devotion. So, with my husband telling me he loves me regularly, with him showing affection through hugs and kisses regularly, 
those are my love languages, the things that I respond to the most. Um, and for him, it's spending quality time. Um, so, you know, we'll watch shows together and, you know, we'll both put away our phones. So we're both, um, really in tune both with what we're watching, but more importantly with each other. So I'm just giving you examples of what we do, though your love language expression will certainly probably look different, but I would suggest looking up your love language and, you know, even your spouses or even a close friends to see what's important to that friend or spouse or other loved one and show your gratitude in the way that means the most to them. And, you know, I have to say where there's both gratitude and respect on both sides of the relationship, um, there's a pretty strong foundation. And I have to say those two things hand in hand, um, have really helped my husband and I build um, a strong foundation for our relationship. And actually, this last point transitions very nicely into next week because I'll be talking about cultivating gratitude since it's Thanksgiving week. Um, and I'll be talking about that not just in the context of marriage, but just for life in general. So just to wrap up, the four items that I have gained from one year of marriage are married life isn't very different from regular life. Two, marriage is the easiest transition I've made. Three, marriage is the hardest transition I've made. And four, gratitude is key. Now, clearly, this is not an exhaustive list. So if you're married or even if you're single in a relationship, um, in a close, maybe other type of relationship, I'm wondering what are some ideas or pieces of advice you have regarding strong relationships. I know I've talked specifically about marriage, but a lot of what I said can also be applied to other types of relationships. So again, I'm curious, what are some ideas or pieces of advice that you have regarding strong relationships? Um, I'd love to hear it. So you can reach out to me via email at michelle.e.greco at gmail.com. You can tweet me at Michelle E. Greco, and you can also uh, shoot me a message on Instagram, michelle.e.greco. I would love to hear what you have to say and keep this conversation going. Thanks so much to lis- for listening to podcast six of Roaring Out, and I will see you guys on the other side. And by other side, I mean next week. Have a good one, guys.